from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Very happy to be here once again with Gina Costelli. There is not a better person that could be in the situation that she was in and to have what had happened this past Sunday where Gina Costelli was able to hoist the first Northeast 10 Tournament Championship banner ever in the history of LeMoyne, 23 years, and they got to do it this year. She got to cut down the net this time around, and I'm very excited to have her live on the broadcast as they get set for the NCAA Division II Women's Basketball Tournament. Gina, how are you doing today? Thank you, Dan. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. That sounds great. Yeah, it's First a- team ever. <laughs> and to be able to do that, I mean, Gina, we've talked about this before. Six years ago, you and I sat down. We had a conversation you talked about doing things the right way. You talked about building something. You talked about your belief in LeMoyne and your belief in what you could do here and just your positive feelings that you had about what this could be. Now we're sitting here talking about a championship team. This is a special moment for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely you know, just kind of a culmination of um, six years of just you know trying to work this and, and uh, bring it together. So, you know, I can't say enough about everybody that's been a part of this. And when we look at this team, what was so special about this year's team? I mean, when it comes to the championship game against Bentley, you had defeated them in the regular season. But this game, I mean, you just you stretched out the lead and you just kept moving in the right direction. I mean, even when they fought back a little bit here and there, the team had a cushion of a very strong lead and you were able to take control of the game rather early. Just what you could say about the championship and how your team came into it, because this game was a game that you had kind of a chokehold on from the beginning. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, it kind of goes back to the springtime of last year when, um, you know, we obviously lost to Stonehill in the uh, in the semifinal. It was a really tough loss. And um, a couple weeks later, maybe a week later, I met with uh, the returning players, and um, we had decided on, on three captains. It was Madison Purcell, Colleen Corcoran, and Michaela Roberts. And um, normally, what I do is um, we have uh, weekly captain meetings going into the season and starting in postseason. And last year, with the postseason being right around this time, you know, we met with them. We met with captains and, you know, talked to them about, you know, what our culture is about and, you know, what we need to do. And they had a team meeting. They they, they themselves had a team meeting. And then, uh, then they came back and they emailed me. And uh, Colleen was the one that had emailed and said, okay, this is what came came about this meeting and this is where we're at. Uh, this is um, we we feel like we um, we our goals are, are twofold. We want to protect our home court, and we want to invade on the away courts. So they wanted to win every home game, and they wanted to go uh, on the away courts and you know invade in a sense and you know win those two, uh, win the win all of them. You know, obviously we didn't do that, but. Um, 
up until we played AIC in February, we were, we had won all of our home games. And so they kept this um, motto, protect and invade, although they have, have kept it all the way through. So I believe that it started with them, you know, and I always say that when players want it more than co- the coach does, you have, um, you have a, a lot more and, they they kept that they kept that going and the leadership that we've had all year long has been just so consistent and um and to me that's really the reason why you saw that it wasn't um I don't even know I mean I know they were really excited about the championship game but I think they have kept a really good focus about them and what they what they want to achieve and winning a national championship is the goal you know so it's not just to win the any 10 championship it was that to me was a little bit of a gravy you know um the goal has always been winning a national championship so um they know that there's six games left and they have to they have to keep an incredible focus and uh and keep their goals in mind so honestly i really think that that's the that's why you saw what you saw in that game you know they there there's more to this than just the championship game and when we look at, you know, this team and, and just what you've been able to do, I mean, Gina, in your six seasons there, every se- five out of the last six seasons, you know, every but one has been 15 wins or more, 15 here, 17 there. But this season, 24 and five, this team is right now. And just what, I mean, like you said, taking care of being at home, 15 and one at home, invading when you're on the road, eight and four, one and oh on neutral court. So nine and four away from Ted Grant, 15 and one at Ted Grant. I mean, this team, this, you know, protect and invade has, has been, like you said, the motif of this season, but they've handled that well. and, And this has been your best season at Lemoyne so far. Well, you know, they took it to heart. You know, sometimes you can set goals and you can have um, a mantra, you know, and they just, it's just a lot of words, you know. But these kids, you know, starting with Michaela Roberts, who has incredible focus, and, you know, moving forward with Madison Purcell, who's like one of the glues. I, I say those three captains are, are the glue to our team. And um, it's without saying, I mean, Colleen Corcoran is probably our best leader that we have. I mean, she's very vocal, whether she's playing or not on the bench. She's she's probably been the one that has been the most vocal um, in practice. Uh, every day they meet as a team and they meet in the huddle and it's them. It's not with the coaches and they, they talk about what they're going to do for practice. So it's, it's a constant focus and a refocus uh, when, when we're not doing as well. And, you know, I put that mostly on, uh, on them. I think they've just done a fabulous job. And speaking here with Gina Castelli, the head coach of Lemoyne College women's basketball team, as you step forward here, kind of an interesting situation. Like you said, the goal is to win a national championship. In NCAA Division II on the men's and women's side, both you and Pat Beeline are playing St. Thomas Aquinas. Did you find that to be a little bit interesting that you both ended up getting the same team? Yeah, that's that's kind of weird really you know but um i think we're both kind of happy that we're not playing an any 10 team you know they they also have quite a few any 10 teams in their in their bracket and um you know sometimes you're playing teams for two three times it's a little bit more difficult than the ncaa tournament so i think they're happy that they're not you know we're both we're both feeling the kind of the same way and you know obviously we wish them a lot of luck they've had they had it they've had a great year he's a great coach you know with so many new guys so we're hoping that we can come back together and and go back to the elite eight 
and, and having you know these these kind of pods inside of inside of this uh, NCAA Division Two tournament that you have uh, the one that you're in the, the number one seeded University of the Sciences and then the eight seeded NYIT you're a four seed against five seeded St Thomas Aquinas and then Bentley who you just played the two seed is in there St Anselm who you obviously know well as a seven Jefferson a three Stonehill a six just your thoughts on that bracket as a whole as you step forward well it says a lot about the any 10 and the strength of our uh, of our conference to have so many teams in i'm sure there's you know merrimack could have just as easily been in there but you know there was an upset on the other on one in one of the leagues where nyit won the conference championship so i'm i'm i, I was thinking that we would at least have five teams in there but um it's a, it's going to be a really great uh, showing I, I think your sciences is definitely one of the best teams in the country uh, so you know obviously they're on our side so if we went on um, on Friday and they win we play them on Saturday so that would be a, an incredible game for us so um, just all of all the teams all every team offers something really unique about them and um, every team's balanced and uh, good defensively uh, can, has good scoring so you know when you get to this point everybody's good and when you look at the way that this uh, tournament is set up, you know each of these, you know, pods, so to speak. Like I said, they're they're one ver one through eight, and so there's you know more one seeds than we see in Division One. What do you like about this? Not like about? It? I mean, what can you say about kind of the tournament makeup of knowing that you know each of these brackets, so to speak, is one through eight? Well, I mean, I think it's you know the tough part about this right now is you're playing so many teams that you've played all year and that's really the hard part and sometimes it takes away a little bit of the excitement of the NCAA you know in terms of you know maybe playing a more national schedule in the NCAA so I think to me you know being able to go to Philly and playing somebody that we haven't played all year I think for us that's that's uh, that's very good so um you know, I think in D two, a lot of a lot of the decisions are made because of financial reasons, and you know, I definitely understand it. And but um, well, we're, you know, we're excited. We're excited to get moving, and uh, you know, and and get rolling, and and going to Philly, and you know, being like Rocky out there and <laughs> punching everybody out. You know. And Gina, before I let you go, uh, that moment uh, I was obviously was there on Sunday and and got to see this. I want to ask you because I think I know when it happened. But when did the first tear happen? Because it seemed like there was a couple minutes left. Michaela had come off, and then some of the other players were coming off. You were clearing the bench, and you had walked down, and I was sitting right behind the bench, and you just kind of put your finger underneath your eyelid real quick. When was the first tear? Was it that one, or was it was it a different time? Uh, you know what? Um, for senior game, it was a you know it was kind of a close game, and I hadn't had the opportunity to get to take some of these kids out. And what my thought honestly was is I got to get Madison Persloud and Coco out because you know we got to get them the recognition. It's going to be the last game on that, this home court, and uh, that's really what I was thinking. And then when Michaela came out, um, I'm thinking this is this is it. You know, like I. Honestly, it was really, I, I think I was more stunned than anything. I, I didn't really know what to say, how to feel at different points. But, um, 
you know, yes. And I think really the, the first two really came when I saw Madison Purcell. You know, she's been a kid that for the last four years has really given it her all to this program. And, you know, I've known her as a little kid. And it was just great to see her be able to walk off as a senior to win any 10 championship on our home court, her last home game. I mean, what a way to, what a way to leave, you know, and the same thing for Corinne, um, you know, being the fifth year. And I just, those two in particular, I really felt for and felt so happy for them. And you got to go and cut down the net and the, this video that, that I got to put up there, the response, I know. And, and the thing, the thing about the video too, is that you you know, we're hearing from these people of your history. There's been, you know, a lot of thanks to, to you and to what you've done and to how you've affected people. I know that right after it, you know, coach Q coming off of, of his tournament himself had had some words for you and, and some thoughts on what you had done. But I mean, just what we're hearing, we love this video. Thanks for sharing. We're going dancing, you know, what, what everybody had to say here and, and coach almost immediately, you know, said, you know, without, without Gina Castelli, there's no coach Q. So, mm-hmm. you know, just bring me yeah. into that moment because I thought it was really cool. Number one that, I mean, we got to see your personality. You put your head through the hoop and then, you know, <laughs> then you, you know, you, you, you put the, uh, you put the net on you. And one, one picture I wasn't able to get, but I saw it was that you actually put the net around your mom as well. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of yeah. want to share share the net moment here on the air with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for all the publicity. I've, uh, I've had so many people text me and uh, retweet that, you know, um, the video. And people are wondering, like, who you are, you know. I mean, I, you know, I know six years ago I wondered that. But I really appreciate, you know, all the, all the PR you're giving us. And um, um, so many people have seen that. So... Um, but it was a really, really special moment. I mean, you know, it's been a long time since I cut down the net. You know, at Siena, it was in 2001 when we won the MAC championship and gone to the NCAA. So it's been a long haul in a sense. And um, and just, you know, having my family there and my sisters, uh, we had this group hug. And I think I was got more emotional there and, and with my mom and my dad just recently passing away. I'm um, sorry. You know, she's just such a su- such a such a big part to our family and she really is like the MVP, like, you know, Kevin Durant would say uh, for us and for me to have her there and to have my family there. That was, that was probably the be- the biggest thing. You know, when I would see them, I think I, that's when I cried the most because I think they knew, you know, it's like how much work has gone into um, coming back, you know, and, and making things work as um, with another group of players. It's just been, it's just been really kind of cool, and so, you know, that's I don't know what made me do that, but um, she looked good with the net on, and you know, she's a she's a sweet woman. Uh, she's our she's she's the heart and soul of our, our family, and she's kept us all together, and um, it just was a really really special moment then. Yeah, and to be able to to have that moment and to share that the way that you got to share it. And, and and have you practiced cutting a net down? Because it looked, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of nets cut down and I don't think anybody's done it easier than you did. It was like one no. foul swoop and that was it. No, right before going up there, you know, Mary uh, Grimes, my assistant, who's, who's cut down, you know, many nets in the sense, she goes, coach, she goes, make sure you twirl that thing. And I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> so she's giving me, she's giving me tips before I go up there, knowing that I probably haven't been up there in a while, and she has, so, um, 
no, it was, you know, it was just something that she told me to do. Honestly, I, I don't even know if I would have done that, but, um, you know, it, you know, it was really special. And then, you know, coming down the ladder with my, my team right there. I mean, it, it was just, a, you know, those are the moments where, you know, when you're, when you're in them, you realize, wow, all that work was all worthwhile. And, and I think for every player, you know, from August, end of August, starting out to that moment, they realize like, there's nothing, there's no better feeling, you know, and for an athlete to, to win a championship like that. And, and, um, I think they knew, I think we all knew it's like, this was all worthwhile. Look, look at how much fun it is to win, you know? And, and I think that's really what's going on inside of all of us. That coming from Gina Costelli. Gina, I know that the team is is getting ready here for the NCAA tournament, and obviously I hope that we will be in touch throughout this tournament with a lot of good news. But congratulations on on everything, and and it just uh, you know I, I said it coming out of it. I said you know I I don't I, this is what sixteen years ago. This is why I got into the business. These are the stories I wanted to tell. These are the people that I wanted to meet. So you're, you're on one of those lists of, you know, wherever you go, I want to go. So, I mean, that's, I, I couldn't be more proud of the work that you've done and it's just really gone a long way. And I think that this community is better off from it. So I, I thank you for that. Thank you, Dan. And, and again, thank you for everything, for being a part of our program, especially this year and uh, the last few games, you know, all, all the tweets and everything that you're doing uh, to promote us. And I, I just can't thank you enough. It's it's uh, It means a lot to, to me and it means a lot to all of us here at, at Lemoyne. Well, keep doing what you're doing, but you know that if, if the team was owing whatever, I'd still be supporting it. I so know, I know. I know. <laughs> so let's let's just make that just put that O on the other side when we go through these next six games here. That's that's, that's all I gotta right. say. That's awesome. All right, well thank you so much. Thanks <laughs> thank for the you. time. Take care. Bye-bye.